it's Mandy Kay and you are listening to the Find Your Calling podcast and I am so happy to have you join me today and we are going to talk about dreaming bigger. Oh my gosh, this is a topic I feel really passionate about and it's an appropriate time to bring it up because I have just finished seven weeks in the Storytelling Impact Lab with some incredible thinkers. It was a multidisciplinary exercise of bringing together researchers, community organizers and filmmakers to reimagine storytelling and its power to create change in the world. Because if you change the stories, you change the culture. And so this was led by incredible women, including Kate McQuillan, who was on the podcast previously. And it was all about creating visionary decisions to people in the screen industry, networks, policymakers, and people from particular NGOs or uh, non-profits working in the change and storytelling sector. And, you know, so we didn't actually have to work out the how. <laughs> we just had to go, wouldn't it be great if this is what was actually happening? And it was all centered around like heart-led, big thinking, action-inspiring solutions. Like that was our key mandate And we were all separated into different teams and there were two different streams. I was in the stream that was led by Kate McQuillan that was looking at solutions and ideas to address climate change. And there was a whole other group looking at equity and how we can use storytelling to create effective change in those areas. And then we were separated into even smaller teams and our teams had to come up with an idea to pitch. And just by the by, my team, we had this incredible futuristics researcher from Canada. So there were people from around the world, although they were mostly centered in Australia. And she was like researching the impact of the part, like I I didn't even quite grasp the entirety of what she was doing but it was something around like how past thinking or looking at the past can affect the future and anyway we created this idea about wouldn't it be great if there was a resource for storytellers and writers to access the the information about what sustainability practices existed in the past because so often the stories that we see on our screen just actually ignore any sustainable practices that may have been in place at that point point in time we were talking a lot about Seinfeld in the 90s and how people were just throwing rubbish in the bin and yet we know that people were recycling in the 90s, like that was a thing and, you know, so a simple thing would be that instead of them throwing trash into the garbage tin that they were actually, you know, recycling or composting and anyway, our group was like, wouldn't it be just so great if 
there was an actual resource so that people could actually reference to go, well, I'm writing a period piece in the 1930s or the 60s or even at the turn of like the last century and what was happening because, you know, did you know that electric cars were actually in production in the 1800s? And solar panels were also developed back then. And yeah, but if we don't write them into our stories, into our screens, then we don't really know that 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 it's happened. And so if they were depicted on screen in more frequency, then suddenly these sustainable practices that we, you know, that we're trying to embody now or implement now won't seem so radical. It'll just be a return to past wisdom. And then we were thinking, like, and we were really encouraged, like, go wild with your thinking. So we were like, great, screen projects wouldn't be funded unless they actually reference sustainable practices of that time and that every screen project needed to actually have a process in place that clearly spell out how they were going to depict the sustainable practices of that particular period piece. So we were looking at period pieces, which can you believe it, is actually just considered anything from the 1990s and older. It makes me feel so old when I say that. But anyway, it was like it, it, it gave us all permission just to revel in ideas and just imagining what could be possible and without getting so hung up on the, well, who's going to do it and where would we get funding and how would that actually happen and, you know, and just sort of getting all just caught up and hamstrung by the how. And so this is a really important practice for you in your own life, in your own change-making journey to allow yourself to dream big, to consider things that you may like to do or experience or create in your life without getting hamstrung by the how, without even worrying about it. And just allowing yourself to dream. I love daydreaming. I love daydreaming with cups of tea in particular. So this can be a challenge though for many people because of the natural tendency of our minds to think, well, I can't really make that happen even if you do have an idea. Like you get you get caught up in the how, like, oh, I can't really see how that would happen. So you sort of shut it down or it's, it's about being more practical. Like we're taught as a society to be really realistic. You might've had parents that have taught you that from a very young age. And if it wasn't parents, it was just society in general, you know, follow that safe, predictable route in life. And yeah, we don't get encouraged to dream big. We get encouraged to dream about the safe, secure path, right? And statistically, I heard that only one in 100 people know what they actually desire. So yeah, it could be from all of this old conditioning, childhood, even where you grew up, you know, like what was actually happening in the town in which you grew up. Like if you weren't surrounded by people, or influencers 
who were doing extraordinary things, of course, it would be more difficult for you to even consider that those things were accessible to you. But if we want to imagine a whole entire new way of living on the planet, if we want to imagine injustices being put right to a whole different level of care for one another and a whole new way of working where we're not burning out, where we're not sacrificing ourselves in order just to make money in a job that doesn't really light us up. Like this is all about starting to access the realms of possibility and to really awaken to your highest potential and be really inspired about the work that you do, the impact that you can have, the income you can generate and the life that you can have that makes you feel inspired and that feels deeply meaningful to you. So just to preface, that's where we're going today in the conversation. And it's interesting because when I was thinking about this episode, I was recalling about how stuck and frustrated I felt in my early 20s when I was married. So that was the time that I had followed that conventional, traditional route to happiness and fulfillment. It was like, as long as I am working towards having a secure job having a relationship, buying a house, you know, like it was just so fucking predictable. (laughs) And I felt just so small and stuck in that. And it was just, and the path ahead for that was even more predictable because we were about to go, you know, like it was like, well, now that we're married, we're going to start talking about having children. And I remember sitting in the bathtub by myself, door shut, candles on. I always just love baths with candlelight. And I would put on Counting Crows, August and everything after, I think that's what it's called. And I would allow a little part of my brain to start daydreaming about what else could my life look like? Like, what else could be possible for me if I wasn't doing what I'm doing right now? And I I remember thinking about New York City. I was really fascinated by this like busy, bright, big city, which always was on the movies, right? Like I come from tiny country town. Like I, (laughs) I grew up in a regional area, like an hour and a half south of Sydney. And then I spent my teenage years in rural country, New South Wales, Australia. So... New York City felt like a completely different world, which it was, and it felt really exciting. And I would daydream about living there and thinking about what could I do? And look, I don't even remember the rest of the details, but I think the important thing was that I gave myself permission to dream beyond the life that I was living right then. And then I went through the process of identifying what was actually keeping me in that relationship and and realizing that if I want to be successful in my life, I need to follow my heart and my soul and not be led by fear. And then I left and I truly felt 
like the world was my oyster. Suddenly there were possibilities and I felt like I could do anything. And I never did end up living in New York, not yet, but I did end up in London because logistically it was far easier to work out how to get a visa as an Australian to London than it was to New York. So when I was preparing for this podcast episode, a story on LinkedIn about this Spanish man who has cerebral palsy and he lives in Barcelona and he just completed an entire marathon. And in the Spanish disability grading system, he has like a, a level five severe disability, which means that, you know, they're unable to perform most daily tasks by themselves. And this guy, Alex Rocca Campillo, he, the bloody champion, finished an entire marathon. Look, I've managed to do a half marathon and I remember getting to the end of that half marathon wondering how anyone is actually able to do that entire thing again. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. So despite the fact that 76% of the left side of his body is immobile, Alex finished a freaking marathon and apparently the doctors weren't even confident that he would survive it. But Alex's mantra is, you set your own limits. They are set by us individually. So it just jumped out at me and I was like, I've got to share this on the podcast. It's so freaking perfect, right? So what you experience in your life, what is available to you, is set by your own limits, by your the limit of your imagination, by the limit of your beliefs, by the limit of your thinking. Now, of course, there are people, you might be one of them, who has and experiences systemic levels of disadvantage and barriers that others don't have. That doesn't mean, though, that you cannot still dream bigger and dream beyond those barriers and beyond those limitations and believe that there is something more for you to experience, for you to create, for you to do in your life. So this is not negating though those barriers exist, but just like Alex, like any other person may have thought if they're in Alex's position, well, I have cerebral palsy, half of my body is immobile, I'm not going to be able to do that. But with Alex's perception and belief that you set your own limits, I'm doing this, I'm going to persevere, then, you know, suddenly the seemingly impossible becomes possible. So I wanted to go through some ideas to help you dream bigger. Because if you are like the majority of people who are like, I don't know really what I want. And I don't really know how to access ideas about what might be possible for myself. Then I've got some ideas to help you. So let's dive into them, right? So first of all, Unlock your creativity and your imagination through journaling. Oh my God, journaling is just like one of my favorite things to do. What well, it is? It's my favorite time of day when I sit down with my cup of tea and my journal and just allow myself to daydream and just consider like 
what do I, yeah, what, what's on my mind? What's on my heart? You know, and so I've got some journal prompts for you. Of course, I'm not going to just leave you hanging. I'm going to give you some actual prompts and I will put them in the show notes so you can just go to the show notes so you don't need to furiously write them down right now. But these prompts will help you to really start tapping into what's inspiring and exciting to your heart and life. And, you know, it's okay if you find this difficult initially, but just give yourself a little bit of time and space and patience to consider your answers to these questions. So first one would be, if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about your life or the world, what would it be? Now, the great thing about magic wands (laughs) is that anything is possible. So don't get caught up on the how. Just consider, yeah, okay, I've got this magic wand. Anything's absolutely possible. What's one thing I'd change about my life or the world? What would it be? Another great journaling prompt, which I will give credit to Marie Folio for from her book, Everything is Figureoutable, is wouldn't it be cool if dot, dot, dot. You could come up with all sorts of answers to that one. Like, just ask yourself, like, wouldn't it be cool if, and that just kind of gives you this freedom to be just like, yeah, like, wouldn't it be cool if I could, you know, only work a certain amount of hours a week? Wouldn't it be cool if we came up with a solution to global poverty? Uh, Wouldn't it be cool if, you know, I was a millionaire philanthropist, which is one of my big dreams, so yeah, just and just give yourself permission to just write as much as you want to it. And it doesn't matter how small or how silly or how big or our, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Audacious they are. Just write them down and just allow yourself to be inspired and creative. Another one could be, you don't have to do all of these, by the way. You could just go and choose the one that you resonate with or you could just do different ones on different weeks or different days. Like, you do you. I'm just giving you these options. Next one would be, imagine if there is unlimited amount of money available to you and there's no concerns about time or talent. List anything and everything that you've ever desired to experience or anything that's ever captured your interest. So literally just blow the lid off your limitations to be just like, well, I've got all the time, money and talent in the world. What would I like to do (laughs) with that? (laughs) And another take on this is to consider what do I want the next chapter of my life to feel like? Now, accessing how you want to feel can be a really good way and like entry point into this if the actual ideas of what aren't forming easily because start to tap into how you want to feel. Do you want to feel inspired? Do you want to feel free? Do you want to feel empowered? Do you want to feel satisfied, fulfilled, successful? And like just dive into journaling about those feelings and and what that feels like and looks like to you. And like these journaling prompts are really your invitation and opportunity to stretch, go big, 
be as outrageous as you like while also making sure that they are generally something that you are attracted to. So yeah, like don't sort of think, okay, well, I've just, you know, this is what everybody else really wants to do. So I'm going to say it like just really just allow yourself to tap into what is inspiring and, and appealing to you. Like you might consider the issues you want to address in your change making, like who you might want to meet one day or potentially work with or collaborate with and like be audacious with this. Like it doesn't have to be someone with in your network. Like it could be someone you deeply admire. It could be someone who doesn't even live in your same country. Like just allow yourself to dream about that. Like consider the kinds of experiences you'd like to have, the money you want to have and what you want to do with it. And also consider the way you want to relax and have fun because let's undo this paradigm of the burnt out change maker and really consider about how you want to look after yourself and where you want to live and what kind of home or community you want to be a part of and how you want your work week to look like. There is no limit to the areas in which you dream bigger, the kinds of relationship you want to have, the kind of friendships you have, the network that you have, like dream big and yeah, and just allow yourself to just enjoy, just enjoy the feeling of considering options and the rule here is never think about the how. (laughs) Like some of mine I just shared with you, like one of my deepest dream, dreamiest big big dreams is to be a multimillionaire philanthropist. Like when I really think about what I want to do, I want to have money to be able to fund causes I care about. I want to create a global movement of soul-led change makers. And I know that it's already starting because I know that there are those of you all around the world tuning into this podcast every week and I'm so grateful that you're here and I'm so grateful that we get to do this together. I want to speak on stages around the world because if you haven't worked it out already, I love to speak. (laughs) And hey, if I'm traveling, I know this may be controversial and I know that, you know, flights and air travel is such a big polluter. So I really dream about a solution to that but I want to fly first class. I want to have that experience of laying down and going to sleep on a long long haul flight and waking up feeling so rested. So there are a few of mine. Okay, so let's continue. Oh my gosh, I've just had a look at the time of how long I've been talking and it's like, it's already quite long. So let's, let's go. All right. Two, take yourself to somewhere new. Your mind knows how to think in the places that you know. So go to places you don't know. Like go and consider, do those journal prompts, like go and daydream in new and novel places, like get out of your everyday life and go and do something you'd never do and go and sit and ponder these things in a place that you would never go to. Because when you take your mind to somewhere it doesn't know, it has to start thinking differently. So yeah, go and do something new and go and go and like journal in a place that's totally new and different. Three, pray for help. 
you have access to a, a whole army of guides and angels who want to help you expand into your potential. So here's a little prayer and I can put this in the show notes for you too if you like. But let's pray, you know, dear God, or if you prefer, dear divine love and light, or my favorite one, dear guides who love, protect, support, and love me. Please help open me up to dreaming bigger. Help me see beyond my limiting thinking and conditioning and programming and consider ideas I may never have thought of before. Help me expand more into all of who I can be and do and have and help me connect to the people and the resources and the support I need to bust through any challenges I have in imagining new and limitless possibilities for myself, my impact, my income and my life. Please help me grow into the person I need to be to make these desires a reality. Amen. Aho. And so it is. Four, pay attention if you get jealous or triggered by other people and what they're doing. So sometimes when we're getting triggered or we're jealous, when we look at what other people are doing or the impact they're having or the life that they're living or the money that they're making, it's actually a signal that that's something that you would really like for yourself, but you're not allowing yourself to admit it. So stay aware of this and reframe that jealousy or that trigger to say and, and own, hey, I actually really want that for myself. And if they can do it, so can I. And that's the new mantra. It's like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. So, and this also leads into five, allow yourself to be inspired by others. So inspiration to dream bigger can really come from seeing what others are doing that sparks desires and in ideas within you. Like you just got to go and listen to episode 15 called Limitless Possibilities to hear my personal example of that because I got so inspired by watching a documentary on a local candidate in our last federal election here in Australia. It was a comedian, Mandy Nolan, and I just... I love her. I love what she stands for. I just, I want to see people like her in politics, really transforming it. Like I felt inspired. I was like, I want to earn enough money so that I can help fund her next electoral campaign. Like that's, I would love to do that. You know, she didn't get in, but she's committed to running again in the next federal election. And I really want to see her get in. And so it really activated me. So yeah, allow yourself to be inspired by others. And so watch movies and documentaries about inspiring people doing awesome things. One of my really good ones was Invictus about Nelson Mandela. Like, God, I felt so fired up after that. Like read autobiographies of people doing incredible things and having incredible lives and making incredible impact and allow yourself to be inspired by them. Follow the people who inspire you on social media. And I hope that I'm one of them. Come over to at Soul Strategies on Instagram and yeah, allow me to inspire you with what you can do. And listen to podcasts. It's one of the reasons I do what I do. I really want, you know, my life 
my impact to inspire you to dream bigger and believe in yourself and the possibilities that exist for you. And always, always, always think to yourself, if they can do it, so can I. Like if I'm sitting here doing this and doing the things in my life, then you can absolutely do it as well. Another really just fun way to dream bigger is play around with vision boards. I really love using Canva. You can do old school like scrapbooking, which I did earlier this year with the beautiful Leonie Dawson. But you can also do online. You can even Google online vision boards uh, and just play around with imagery of the kinds of things that you want to do the work that you want to do, the things that you want to experience, the way that you want to, you know, relax and have fun and, you know, live, allow, allow the imagery to inspire you. Seven, do not get hung up on the how and do not argue for your limitations. It's so easy for people to just go, oh no, well, I can't really see how that's going to happen and just immediately cut yourself off from dreaming and thinking. And and that was what was so clear in the storytelling impacts lab that I did. We were just constantly reminded, do not think about the how, do not get hung up on that. Like we are here to disrupt the status quo. And so this is what you need to do. You need to disrupt the status quo of your thinking and of the way in which you approach your life and really think, what if I if if there was no limits, what would I love to do? And don't argue for your limitations because yeah, I see that so often where people are like, well, no, this is I can't do that because of X, Y, and Z. That wouldn't be possible for me because, you know, of X, Y, and Z, fill in the blank. Like, catch yourself anytime that you start arguing for your limitations and pause and hopefully remember this conversation and think, hang on a minute, I am here as this divine co-creative being with divine intelligence, that same intelligence that created the entire world, the entire galaxy, the entire universe, you are connected to that same energy. Anything is possible. And if we have any hope of transforming our world, we need to be tapping into this level of consciousness and this level of solutions focused, big dreams, big ideas for how things can be. So number eight, (laughs) I have a little list of like numbers if you can't tell of like this. Okay, number eight, this is the last one. I have a free meditation to help you. If you haven't already, go and download it. It's called Limitless Possibilities. You can get it from soulstrategies.co slash free and the link will be in the show notes. And this is a powerful meditation that will help you access your subconscious in a state of relaxation and it's going to open you to new possibilities that help you dream bigger and realize your potential and help you realize what it is that your soul is calling you to do and the life that you want to have that feels so inspiring to you. And I rejigged it this year to have binaural beats underneath it. Like this meditation has been my most downloaded free opt-in over the years. 
and it's now got binaural beats, which actually helps create a transformative theta brainwave state that has even more power to access your subconscious thinking and shift things and also allow you to have easier access to your creativity and your dreaming and your intuition. So go and download it and enjoy it and see what changes happen as a result of investing that time in just giving yourself permission to dream big and and also like it doesn't matter if this stuff doesn't happen like I've got plenty of things that I've dreamt about that haven't happened in the way like god I spent fucking years dreaming about being married to a man having kids it hasn't happened I'm happily in love with a woman and choosing a childless life <laughs> and So the process doesn't matter so much about achieving it. It's about giving yourself the expansive feeling and experience of broadening your perspective on what's possible and really rising up into greater levels of your potential and accessing new levels of thought and helping you shift your identity around who you are in the world and what's possible for you and what kind of things deeply in your heart you want to do and experience and have in your life. So if you feel inspired, please share this episode with a friend who you want to dream bigger with. Because the more of us that start to lift the lid off this small-minded, limited way of thinking about what we can do and what's possible, the quicker that we're actually going to see change in the world and also change in our lives so that we love what we're doing and love the lives that we're living. So thank you so much for being here with me. And I love you. I love your big heart and I love your big dreams. Have a great week.